0: Captain of Ingold, uh, Akiva's,
1: faces his job in GOG, with Keeve and Ellie, and Zoe.
0: Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy, for Season 2, Episode 11 of New Girl. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher, and I'm here with the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. Hey, uh,
1: Keith. Yeah, when did you find out about Santa?
0: <laughs> well, I want to put a disclosure—a disclosure,
1: a, a disclosure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you nailed it. A disclaimer at the top of this episode that if you are listening with any tender ears around, maybe mm-hmm. put in your headphones. Uh, so I'll give you some time to do that. I, I as as the, I, I feel like we've talked about this, have we not?
1: We may have. We maybe last Christmas or something. Last Christmas episode.
0: But it seems so on the nose for Schmidt to say it's not good for our brand. But I know I've talked about this because as... So my dad's side of the family is not Jewish. I'm Jewish. And I think generally, you tell me... Well, maybe not in Israel, but generally Jewish parents feel some sort of way about not wanting their kid to feel bad about being Jewish. Like, mm-hmm. Santa doesn't come to my house because I'm Jewish. That's not not so great for our brand in general there. Yeah. Um. So my mom, like very specifically told me about santa and then came the threats like but if you tell anyone about this any of your friends no one will ever want you to come to their house and you'll have no friends like it was a very extreme point did your
1: dad like celebrate christmas in your house or no it was no not at
0: all not at
1: all gave away wow i mean the sacrifices that guy made
0: I think it was harder for him to give up mayonnaise in his day to day
1: life. Wait, do Jews not eat mayonnaise? And I didn't know. My mom
0: has a strict phobia of mayonnaise, Uh and I'm not as bad, but I don't eat any mayonnaise, and Mm -hmm. will not keep it in my home. That's funny. I'd be more amenable to a Christmas tree, probably, than than mayonnaise. A jar of (laughs) mayonnaise, yeah.
1: Some of the, yeah. I was gonna make a comment, but uh, you'd have to cut it out.
0: Make the comment.
1: I was gonna say you've dated a couple jars of mayonnaise in your day, but I don't know. (laughs) Why
0: would I I have to cut that out? Everyone already knows that. Yeah. (laughs) You need to free yourself from the shackles of feeling. I didn't really think you'd
1: cut that out. I didn't really. It's like uh, I think you're gonna cut it out, but you're actually. I know you're not gonna cut that out.
0: Okay, so it's like the meta-meta of it. Uh, I think I I probably
1: say you should cut that more than you do, right? I mean, I don't know what cuts really go into the podcast.
0: You have felt more strongly about things needing to be cut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most of the things I say, though, it's like not something you've said. It's like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, I don't that to be canceled. <laughs> I don't know no, who edit the podcast. I don't think it's about me being canceled. No, it's I think it's a potentially about you being canceled.
1: Possibly. We well, were almost be, I canceled
0: for your takes last week about how terrible of a father you appeared to be on no. the podcast.
1: Listen, the one thing, my one weakness, no nobody's perfect. My one weakness is I don't know how to cook, really, so... It was a, that was a little a little mix up, but it wasn't as bad as it sounded.
0: Well, you don't know how to keep track of your kids eating. You don't know how to. entertain. I do. Them. They
1: weren't hungry. I kept saying, like, I entertain. They weren't hungry. So.
0: <sighs> well, I enjoy your, your candor. You know, people, parents act like they have it all together. You're the one telling the real story.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, we don't have it all together.
0: So but Santa can't be. A th- I mean, you grew up in New York, though, but you're in a, a very insular community. Yes,
1: yeah, very insular. Yeah, when did I find about out about Santa? It would be more like when did I find out that people actually believe in Santa?
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that he wasn't just the guy on like the Coke bottles in December or something. Um, yeah, and I didn't uh, probably from movies. Like all my Santa knowledge from as a kid was from like, wait, people believe in this guy? From probably from TV and film.
0: Didn't you say that? uh like noam had a teacher who like had a santa hat and mm-hmm. thought it was just like a funny hat
1: a, on a zoom yeah it's <laughs> they're so removed here that they put on like a santa uh santa background and didn't know what santa or who santa is i mean it's you could amazing. drive you could drive like twenty minutes here and not see christmas lights like there you know there's uh it's, Wait, uh, that's it?
0: I would assume you could drive north to south the entire state. And not, uh, once the, in a
1: while, you'll see like a window with Christmas lights or some. Yeah, I mean, there's probably people that just like the, even Jewish people that like the, um, you know, the aesthetic, you know.
0: I just sounded like an idiot because I said the entire state. I know Israel's a country, but we always say people you know, call the state of Israel. Yeah, people yeah. call it a state.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the difference between state and a country is. That could be a, uh, that could be a Twitter poll. What's a state? What's a country? Um, well, you won't put up a poll for NGOG. No, no. You established that last week. I I was gonna put up a poll, and then I I uh, whatever. It's not interesting. Um, I I, think people are interested. Um, I I also thought like shower. I was gonna do something about shower versus bath, but I thought shower was gonna kill bath so badly that it wasn't even worth it.
0: Well, bath is on trend, you know, self care. But bath isn't
1: like we discussed last week. Bath's not even an option for so many people, you know. You,
0: I I got so much of response on my bath take. I think mm-hmm. lash theory needs to somehow integrate some bath bath theory, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's quite there yet. There's somewhere Chester is his head's popping off his body. That it's not the theory.
1: What was it though? What was the feedback about baths? You know,
0: there's people people said that it was universally like a great take that baths seem better than they are. I assume that's what yeah. people meant.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think that's that's accurate. But I also think like a lot of our, including ourselves, like spent a lot of time in Manhattan, or a lot of our listeners are like living in cities where you don't even have like the bath option. So baths I've are had a privilege. Baths, to a there's nice a privilege. Tub. There's a privilege for baths.
0: Oh, certainly. I've had access to a nice tub here and there in my day, and mm-hmm. I'm still, still gonna say it's overrated. But that's old business. Old business. We're here to talk about New Business Santa, directed by Craig Zisk and written by uh, Luvraki. Back again.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know cra-
0: anything else about them.
1: Luvraki—it's a great name. I don't know—I don't know much about.
0: We've, we've talked—we've talked about them before, yes. right?
1: Absolutely, yes. Okay.
0: Yes. All right. Anything else do we want to take care of? Or are we ready to get digesting?
1: We could—we could, we could uh, crack in, into the episode. Go straight to the Kiwi's Digest. Kiwi's take Digest. us there okay it's another Christmas episode this show I am curious are we gonna have like seven or eight however many seasons there are like Thanksgiving episodes seven or eight Christmas episodes are we gonna have like a Flag Day Arbor Day Memorial Day like a, the, the show really dives into Halloween like the show really dives into the holidays. I wonder if that's gonna happen the whole time and I like again like I said last week I'm really you're trained to think like oh those are sort of the crappy episodes like The Simpsons like the Halloween episode is some people's favorite but some people's least favorite. But these have been solid, like regular episodes. This is a this wasn't like this moved the plot a little bit, but it wasn't like a standalone episode at all.
0: I think it moved the plot quite a bit, right? It sort of ties up the CC Schmidt. It picks up where we left off with a lot of stories, yeah, right? Absolutely. The Sam Jess thing gets pushed. It continues the relationship with Nick and Angie. Winston has nothing to do and nowhere to go, uh, but it's funny and. Um, did I get all the characters? Yeah. <laughs> I think so, that's uh,
1: it. Qu- yeah, quick digest is uh, they go to a bunch of Christmas parties. Uh, Sam, is, uh, Sam is back, and he's looking for Jess to tell her he's interested again. Me- meanwhile, she's not super interested. Stripper girlfriend Angie, as Nick calls her, is uh, is still in the picture. Schmidt and Cece are, are both in this episode, but not much is really – Going back and you know, we'll we'll see. We'll talk about what goes on between those two. And uh Winston still believes in Santa Claus. Will he still believe by the end of the episode?
0: Schmidt uh is really waging the war against Christmas um in this in this episode. I think that's sort of his storyline.
1: Yeah. And so he's, he's so sick of hanging critch. out with Christians.
0: <laughs> Did that ring true for you?
1: Um That would just be Rob, right? <laughs> what like I mean, I don't have no like. You make it seem like I don't. I have zero non-Jewish friends. But like when I was a kid, uh, you know, it was a Jewish camp and a Jewish school and a Jewish synagogue. So like, it was you know, it was a, a lot of it was there weren't a lot of Christians just lolling around.
0: Something I'm going to point out annoyingly, probably throughout this whole episode, is that, and I I am deep into my rewatch of How I Met Your Mother. I'm on like season eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one fun thing for the listeners, uh, well, I just kind of ruined it. I asked Keeve, uh, or I asked you, Keev, um, What? how many seasons without looking would you say How I Met Your Mother is? I think you said seven. Yes. Seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I thought six, and like it's nine, <laughs> which is wild. Um, but there are a lot of similarities between this episode and plot lines in How I Met Your Mother, and it's funny because what made me first think of this is Barney starts dating a stripper, Quinn, and he has like a lot of issues with her being a stripper, similar to sort of the way Nick is handling this. Mm-hmm. And that aired around the same time. This aired originally December 11th, 2012. That was happening in like 2012 on How I Met Your Mother. And I don't know if it's just to have How I Met Your Mother on the brain, but there are like three other things in this episode where I was like, oh, that's very much happened in How I Met Your Mother. So some sitcom overlap here. Mm-hmm. Including, actually, the entire premise of the episode. There's a great episode of How I Met Your Mother, a New Year's Eve episode where they have to hit, like, four or five parties. And that, like, I actually think that's a fun way to mix in different people and different storylines in a holiday episode. But, you know, it happened already.
1: Um, Interesting yeah uh by the way i to i I, miss, I misspoke on either this podcast and or 32 fans that said how i met your mother did not make that top 100 list when it was actually 82. so apologies
0: i think you oh was it it was here or you just told me it i think it was here. i don't
1: i don't remember my whole was position
0: offline. on how i met your mother is changing from the rewatch maybe it we'll talk about another time well i always liked how i met your mother i think i forgive a lot of the humor with barney undeservedly so but for some reason for whatever reason it doesn't offend me which is bad like I'll I'll, I'll take that back and deal with that myself mm-hmm. um and and I I have pondered that I think I did this with uh Puya uh, when we ranked sitcom characters on his Twitch stream um that like maybe it's because Neil Patrick Harris is such like an a known good guy that like I don't see him as Barney. I see him as Neil Patrick Harris making all of these jokes that are like it so is absurd. Problem. Yeah, but
1: it is it is it is a problem that he's like slightly too famous for this role.
0: But it and works oh, oh. now because mm-hmm. he could get away it's like takes you out of like how disgusting Barney is.
1: Um yeah, it's interesting. Um uh yeah all right this has been the himium five minutes let
0: me tell you let me tell you what actually (laughs) has changed is my biggest issue and I think this is just with age my biggest issue with how my mother is that um spoiler alert Barney and Robin get together at some point in the series and I just thought that was not true at all to life that was like a, a disgrace on Robin a disgrace on Barney with his friend their friendship with Ted and just like so horrible and would never happen in real life and maybe as i've gotten older not that i know anything about like not that i've had that situation but it just actually does seem more likely to happen in a group of friends over 10 years than mm-hmm. i thought when i was younger watching it so i think i that was like my big ex on the show and now i'm coming around to it
1: uh okay that's interesting um, um I, yeah we I can just, move on i don't think i'll ever rewatch how i met your mother all right well let's get to santa
0: well, Av wants to know if we've ever ruined Santa Claus for a Gentile.
1: I don't think we have. I don't. I don't think. I. I don't think I have.
0: Okay. Um. I want to know. You. Nick only eats mayonnaise on game days to make the bear win. Funny that we should be talking about mayonnaise at the top of the show and then it mm-hmm. comes up again. Yes. Um. Do you have any traditions that make the Jets or Mets win? And if so, could you stop doing them because they're clearly not working?
1: Um. I don't now when i was a kid i definitely would sometimes like sit in a certain chair or a certain spot on my bed when i'm watching games um but i don't i really don't now the weirdest thing about me and this is less superstition than just genuine craziness is if it's a really big game i won't physically be able to sit down for the whole game so like mets cardinals game seven the Andy chavez game i sat down like my dad and i were downstairs in our basement like watching on the big tv I sat down for like two minutes and I realized like, oh, I physically we were like eating something. I couldn't do this. And I just stood from, you know, for the next three and a half hours without sitting once. Like I physically could not sit down.
0: My friend Mike is a disaster when he watches a game he cares about or even like Mm -hmm. the Patriots Eagles game. He just like hates the Eagles. So you'd think he wouldn't have this reaction to two teams that he doesn't root for. But he did. And it was like a slow evolution from like. I can't even sit, I'm in the back of the room, to I'm now sitting on the ground, to my shirt is covering my head, and now I am laying on the ground as the Eagles win the game. Yeah, that's
1: not healthy because, again, if you don't root for either team. The other example is when <laughs> when the Jets played an AC Championship game in 2010, um, We, my family was at Disney World, so I just left Disney World to go to one of the Disney hotel bars for the game with my grandfather. And I also paced for three and a half hours, like up, uh, around, like around the hotel. And the bartender came over to me at the very end, as they were about to lose to the Colts. It's like, how much money did you have on this game? And I was like, zero dollars. <laughs> I just really care. It's even sadder. <laughs> sadder than you think, Mr. Bartender.
0: Um. I don't care. I could never love a team enough to only eat mayonnaise. Now, I would like to interpret this as he only has mayonnaise all other days that are mm-hmm. not game days. He does not eat mayonnaise. I assume it means I only solely eat mayonnaise the entire day.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's like I specifically just have some mayonnaise as as uh, you know. But listen, I I respect all you know game rituals.
0: Sure. Um. So Winston gets a cranberry lodge in his and that's going to dictate most of. The- most of the intrigue in the episode, the through line throughout the whole episode.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't. I, cranberry's like a weird thing to get stuck in your ear. It's like up there on. Just thinking size wise.
0: I mean, forget getting it stuck in your ear. Like the idea that that Schmidt lobbed it at him across the room and it lodged into his ear. Yeah. I, I also think teach.
1: he wouldn't have like done anything that night. He would be in like the emergency room or bothering a doctor or something. You know. See.
0: I think I would, um, this is gross, but I once got a piece of lead from like a mechanic or graphite, if we're being scientific, um, from a mechanical pencil stuck in my eyebrow, like in my skin above my eyebrow. Mm -hmm. And in seventh grade, like I was like holding a pencil. I'm lucky I didn't take my whole eye out. I was holding a pencil and taking off a sweatshirt and I like stabbed myself in the head basically. And I couldn't get it out myself. And instead of... Going to the nurse who would remove it in two seconds with a tweezer or whatever. I walked around the whole day with my hand over my eyebrow, hiding it until I could get home and take it out myself. Like I don't know why my instinct would be to just like put tweezers horribly into my ear to get the cranberry out myself, which is insane.
1: Yeah, can can I ask you a question to somebody who lives alone? Oh, Um, please. (laughs) And this isn't even a live alone question. This is really for a lot of people. They're like. Let's say you're walking barefoot in your house, which i of course I would famously never do. But let's say you're walking barefoot in your house, <laughs> and um, and you get like a splinter in the bottom of your foot. And it's like deep in there.
0: I don't have rough wood on my floor, but but okay. if this
1: never happened to you in your life. Like this has happened to me twenty times in my life.
0: Okay, you, so I get never... a splinter. You're saying, Did what you do take... I do?
1: Yeah, what do you do? Can you take it out? Do you have like a friend, like a splinter friend?
0: I've been taking my own splinters out since I'm, like, six years old. What do you have, Mara's blows on it and pulls it out for you?
1: Yeah, obviously she pulls it out, but I don't, like, there's certain parts of the bottom of the foot that are, like, hard to get to if it's deep in there.
0: Well, that just reveals that you are an inflexible gentleman. I have no problem accessing the bottom of my foot.
1: It's also, like, sometimes I'll, like, get it but not realize it right away, and then, like, two days later, it's, like, really deep in there, so she's got to, like... You know, tweeze it. I out. do
0: all of my own not invasive medical of your foot, procedures. But you yeah, I'm a former foot. gymnast. I can access my my foot.
1: It's well, yeah, but I'm also not coordinated. Like even if it was like yeah, former
0: that. gymnast, I can access my foot.
1: Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah.
0: let's get to the the first party. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadie's cookie party, all wreaths, no trees. It made me laugh. No, no Sadie and her wife. Just the idea that they'd be having the party.
1: Yeah, that's a nice way to, like, save money on famous actors. Just say that they're there but not show them.
0: I like the idea of a cookie party. I got to say, I like that they were frosting. That seems like a very fun Christmas party to have pre-baked cookies and, like, a frosting station and let people cookie it up. Because I always thought it was, like, a cookie swap, but this was a cookie frost.
1: Are you bringing your own cookies and frosting them?
0: I think my assumption was they – you think Nick made those gingerbread men?
1: Yeah, they might have bought them. I don't know. But, yeah, that is definitely a fun party. You could try that if you if you ever get back to throwing parties again.
0: Um, but, all right, so the, we sort of lay the groundwork. I mean, the, the parties sort of escalate, right? We're laying the groundwork where Nick thinks he's going to have sex with Angie for the first time. They have this sort of confrontation where she's like, I honestly didn't think you'd be able to handle me and nick is trying to sort of be the bad guy bad boy the bad guy he's trying to be like the bad boy and keep up with what he thinks angie is my issue with this is like later they're gonna have a blow up because nick offends her by saying like i don't do the crazy stuff you do because you're a stripper but she does it's not like he's misjudging her like she is saying have sex with me on this in this cookie. She is saying have sex with me in public and, like, taking a bow when it's exposed.
1: You, you mean, so it, it, it's not necessarily led to her, her profession. It's just she is more, like, aggressive and less shameful about doing stuff in public.
0: Like, I think it would be one thing if Nick, unprovoked, was like, well, you're a stripper, so you must just, like, sleep with everyone or sleep with people in public and, like, mischaracterizes it. I think he explains it horribly. She's like, what, because I'm a stripper? He should be like... No, because you wanted to have sex in the sled. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Right. No, I agree. It's like, do you hate me? Yeah, it's it's I think this way, but not for the reason you think I think. Uh,
0: But CeCe and Schmidt have high tension. CeCe's trying to make up uh, Schmidt's being a Grinch. And let's see, uh, their plan is to Irish goodbye these parties. And Jess finds out Sam's there, the Irish goodbye. This is earlier than you thought we'd see Sam, but you did think we would see Sam again.
1: I did think we'd see Sam again. I, it, his, his exit left us feeling cold, and now he's back.
0: I, I take issue with the, like, rom-com of it all that Sam, like, very clearly communicates he's not looking for a relationship, and then, you know, two weeks later is like, actually, I'm so in love with you, I was messed up by another girl. You know, like, it's a lot of false hope here, but it is nice to see yeah, and depicted it's, uh, in, in in film
1: but it's a realistic reason right like if someone was going to be like hey this is why I, I completely gave you the cold shoulder or ghosted you or whatever or next us going to the next level like i just got out of a relationship i wasn't thinking straight is like probably the most common answer on the family feud board
0: sure i just think it's like most likely those guys are not coming back
1: like, i agree especially <laughs> in the sitcom where it's like he wasn't that memorable he's not a big star like you don't wouldn't necessarily ex- expect them or need them to come back but here he is
0: and Nick saying you're a girl that you're the a girl that guys would come back for. This is all just me, you know, projecting like. What is that? <laughs> like, you know, like it's like, no, like he some people just aren't looking for relationships. And it's not it's not about the woman. Right. It's about the guy. All right. But I'll stop uh, projecting into the you noticed that last
1: year they just went to one Christmas party and it was um, Schmidt's work party. And now all of a sudden they're like the kings of popularity.
0: I think that's true. Well, first of all, Win- one of them is Winston's job, which he didn't have last year.
1: True, true. Uh,
0: they do blow off Schmidt's work part. I don't, what was the middle one, the German one?
1: There's, um, I don't remember whose party that is. They say it and now I forget. It's, yeah, it's like the Gerhardt, older people.
0: Scooby, but I don't remember the connection. Um, but I want to talk about Irish goodbyeing. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think I'm I, Irish goodbye?
1: I do think you. If you had a little to drink, I think you do. Irish goodbye.
0: Why does it have to be if I've had a little to drink?
1: Um, yeah, I guess that's never happened. So I, I'll say Irish goodbye. Yes, it has you nothing like to, to do
0: with alcohol consumption. Clear. Akiva's like my mother, who also doesn't drink. Like nobody knows. I less got no about happy drinking. Mother's Day
1: from you yesterday. Because you're, you're not mom. a mother.
0: Why would I wish but you were I'm be joking
1: because you call me your Orthodox mom all the time.
0: Well, look, look, nobody, like, makes sounds dumber about alcohol than someone who doesn't drink, so mm-hmm. I understand. But, no, I would Irish not goodbye drinker. this podcast. I love Irish goodbye. <laughs> it has nothing to – no, but I'm saying, wh- what about the alcohol? I'm more likely to go up to someone to say goodbye if I've been drinking. Otherwise, ah, like, in my normal state, I want to get the hell out.
1: Um, I liked Irish goodbye on the phone. You know what I mean? That's
0: unique. No, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Like my dad will
1: do that too. When he is done, that's it. That's the end of the conversation.
0: And you just hang up cold.
1: He'll hang like all right. Like if you're lucky (laughs) you'll get like an okay. In my wife's family, they there's at least like seven I love you's, fourteen like false start, um and it could be like, Hey, where do I leave the um the the cookies on the table? But then you still get like four I love you's and like six like oh one more thing and then you, you know the conversation's not ending. Uh, with yeah, us, I, yeah, you I Irish goodbye that phone my you out of there in two seconds.
0: <laughs> my friends hate me because I Irish goodbye. People do not like to go out with you. I had a situation at a work event where my friend um, from law school who I work with, like, was looking. I went to I said I was going to the bathroom and it was like one thirty in the morning in New York on, in the summer. I go to look at go to the bathroom. There are stairs. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going home. <laughs> like I'm not going down and up a dead stairs and I could just funny. go home. It's one in the morning. So I leave. I take a cab home, whatever. Back at the bar. My friend is so worried about me because all he knows is I went to the bathroom and never came back in New York City at 1 30 in the morning. So he's going to people like women, like, can you see if Allie's in the bathroom? Like she went to the bathroom 30 minutes ago and she's not here. So finally he convinces someone to go look for me. I'm not there. He's freaking out. He calls me and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm at home in bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to murder you. It yeah. was one of those things where it's like, I, oh my god I'm so worried she was like taken but if she's not taken I'm gonna kill her
1: <laughs> right but I think there's also like I've been in this situation once I also think there's also a weird situation where it's like I mean I I don't know what this I I one time I was in a situation where it was like well did this person go home with like another person you know what I mean and like now I'm if I'm like calling them 10 times am I like harassing them when they like don't you know what I mean like they're either dead they're at home or they're with a person and like and then I'm the third option. Like I'm the crazy person for bothering. What do you
0: mean them. with a person? They Even like like in a romantic way.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. How many of your friends are like exiting with
1: with romantic par- it was, new uh, romantic whatever. partners? I, it's like the story would make more sense if I could tell the story, but we're, we're on a tight <laughs> schedule today.
0: <laughs> I love the Irish goodbye because people don't, like it doesn't give people an opportunity to try to convince you to stay. Similar to the phone, like if you just hang up. Then they can't ask you fifteen more questions. If you go say goodbye to people at a party, the, like thanks for having me, whatever. Or I do a thanks for having me, but like at a bar, if you're like out with people and you or, and you want to leave, if you go up to them to say you're going to leave, you're going to get like, no, one more drink, one more song, one more. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm out. I've hit a wall, and I. Or you get leave. stuck That's in another me.
1: conversation, like, hey, uh, Allie, we've been arguing. Can you settle this debate for us? And then you're stuck there tw- another twenty minutes.
0: You know what I love to Irish goodbye from? Hmm. live no one else event. I'm in, I say hello, and I'm out.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, there's no formal goodbye at, like, a, at an informal party like No, that, there so. is,
0: because you have to, it's like you only see these people once a year, and you have True, anybody. but I'm unless out. you're
1: there with somebody, I don't think there's anybody you have to say goodbye to at, like, a, that's like at a 300-person party or something. If I think I, the only way to leave is Irish goodbye.
0: Okay, hold on. If you are in town... Mm-hmm. And we are at a, so for anyone who doesn't know, like Rob, uh, R-H-A-P, whatever that Akiva does for for, blah, blah, blah. He has a live show in New York and a lot of podcasters come in and listeners come in and whatever. So Akiva comes, we're at the after party. You're not saying goodbye to me. You're leaving. You don't think there's any obligation to say no, goodbye No, for
1: me. you, well, that's what I'm saying. I think f- for you, I would, I wouldn't be like horrified if you just left. But I, but I, but I would, but I think that's different. We're like, we're, we're partners. We're like coworkers. Whereas like, <laughs> I'm just saying like a random, let's say like a random listener who I have a relationship with and I had like a 20 minute conversation with earlier. I'm not going to go over to them course. and, and no. necessarily say goodbye. Of
0: it's course. Like with, no. If like I'm Rob
1: was still there, I'd go say goodbye to Rob. But, the, but
0: And I'm saying I would Irish goodbye the whole thing. You, can. Rob, yes, You definitely everyone.
1: can. You definitely can. <laughs> Like, I'm sure there have been times where I, like, was with someone and didn't say goodbye, and there are there times where I did. I think in a huge event like that, it's, like, two in the morning. It's, you know, there might be multiple, like, rooms. You can't see everybody at once. Uh, you can <laughs> What event
0: now. are you describing? All right, let's move Some on. Some of the bars
1: are, like, very big. You can't see everyone, in like, in one eye shot.
0: Well, that's why I either close out an event that I'm at and then everyone has had to say goodbye to me and there's nobody to Irish goodbye because I'm just the <laughs> last one out, yeah. or I leave immediately and I don't think about I'm to usually a same.
1: late stayer also. I'm the type of person who will, like if I want to go somewhere, I'll stay late just because um you know, I don't go to like places that often, so why not? And also like I'm lazy. It's like I'm dreading the walk back to Penn Station to go on the train.
0: Have we ever been at the same event?
1: We no, we no, we have not. Cause you were, I went to like, a. you went to a couple, then you moved away. Then I went to a bunch and then, uh, you came back to New York and I haven't been back. Uh, I think there's only one event since you came back and then COVID you didn't happened.
0: Go to, you didn't go to one where you were like sitting with Brent.
1: No, I don't. I, no, I would never, I was never sitting with Brent.
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll edit that out, but somebody, no, I, not, who was not sitting, someone was sitting with Brent and I thought I knew them like vaguely. All right. Who cares? Uh, party number two, the German one. Uh, This looks like the sleekest one. This is like the, if it would be, it's like this would be Schmidt's connection.
1: Yeah, I I feel like at the time I knew, and I only watched it like two hours ago, and I've already forgotten whose party this is.
0: Do you agree with the statement that everyone who's ever been dumped has dreamed of that person crawling back to them?
1: Everyone is, is tough, but yeah, I think this is... But then it's like such a power move to reject them when they come crawling back after they've broken up with you. Now you have the hand in the relationship.
0: Yes. I agree. I uh, mean, I I, if, I can only speak from my experience. If I've been dumped, yeah, I have always dreamed of a, a line of guys waiting for me to be like, no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> going back to me. It has not happened. Well, not never, but, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need yeah. to discuss that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I love Jess running into the glass and being like, "I feel like a bird." <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she does it five very good physical comedy from uh, Zooey here. Yeah, she does it like five times. It's pretty good.
0: Yeah, did Mara like that? Did it get a laugh? Uh,
1: it's funny. I uh, because we're on a, operating on a tight schedule here. I sort of uh, went solo. I did not watch with Mara today.
0: I sort of went solo.
1: I mean, I fully went solo. I, guess. Yeah. <laughs> I like I'm happy to watch. If she wants to watch, I'm happy to watch with her again tomorrow. Where I'll send her uh-uh. the link, so she's not behind. That-
0: that is the dynamic of a relationship I truly don't miss. One of the many is like having to save TV or shows or like I'm watching your sleep. Like, you know, it's something you c- I could sacrifice it for all of the benefits. But that yeah. is something I don't like.
1: Yeah, I've talked about that. We're still on the second episode of Succession and we're still on the season two, episode one of Mad Men. Uh, what a nightmare. Yeah. So it's not it's very hard. You have to be on the real same schedule. We're like there's like we're so into the show and we have some time we're going to binge it a little harder with kids. But like, you know that like I should go to sleep, but like let's watch two more episodes that that's a fun thing. I don't I haven't really had shows like that recently, but that's like a fun relationship thing.
0: I think you need to like because the podcast is the ultimate excuse. Like Mara knows you're watching New Girl on a once a week schedule and like great if you can make it work, but like she will understand that you couldn't watch this episode because we had to do the podcast. So I think for every show you need to line up a podcast that you are like, all right, we got to be watching this every week because I have to be on with Rob.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I could just say we're podcasting about it and there's not going to be like uh, any follow up on it. Also, you know, you'll be like, yeah, I'm starting a new podcast. Also like any embarrassing show you watch like, ah, you know, why are you watching that? Well, we're watching on a nap this week. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um. all right which party of the three did you most want to go to just yeah. to ask you that totally out of order
1: the hospital one um <laughs> oh, no i think the, cookie party, the children's yeah. hospital i mean the second one is too weird the second one is clearly last place so the choice is between the cookie party which has cookies and then the third one is um the radio party is like more free-flowing and that looks fine too like the, the corporate <laughs> holiday party where you don't work there is probably tricky you got to behave. You don't want to get your the person who invited you in trouble. But uh, so I'll say cookie one, radio two, weird German the weird one third.
0: See, I disagree. I thought the second one looked like it would have the best drinks and food because it looked expensive. yeah best food, but
1: weirdest people. I, I thought there was maybe weird. Well, oh,
0: who cares there. about the people? You came with your friends. Um, oh yeah. Well, you think I'm mingling? Your... You think I'm mingling? Get out of here.
1: If you're not mingling, yeah, I agree. Then I'm just picking the one with best food. Well, maybe the radio one had had good food. Although it's not like the fanciest radio station. I'm not sure.
0: I agree. I would say cookie party one. I would go in the order they went to cookie party one because that's the best blend between. I like the activity. The people are probably normal. And I love a house party. I, I do. So the second one, I think it was a house party. But like, you know, they rented that house kind of thing. Like it was an expensive house. Right. Um. And then to me, the radio party looked terrible. I mean, I'm going to give them credit for it being the end of the night. But that looked very unfun.
1: Uh Yeah. I mean, the hospital one looked fun, too.
0: Stop making jokes about the children's hospital on Christmas.
1: Is it like, okay, all right. No That's more.
0: a terrible place to be. Anyone who was there was really ailing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's fake. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Christmas, not this the This
0: show is fake? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't tell me to edit that out. No. I don't agree with that. Um, but, okay, so I like Jess's panic of dealing with this. is just sort of like... Uh, I I'm in love with Winston, so I'm not gonna go back to you. And Winston, can't, I I appreciated this gag. Winston can't hear, and he's saying things that like sort of could mean he's agreeing, but also are totally bizarre.
1: It is a good gag. I do think it's slightly out of character for Jess. I think there is a chance Jess like immediately says yes, even though she has really been hurt by Sam. I think when Sam says I want you back, she's like, all right, we're back.
0: See, I disagree. I think Jess to me strikes me as a woman who like wants to be missy and i call it standing on ceremony because we're trying not to do it which is terrible just to give you an idea of where we're at um i think it's like she wants to be she is an empowered woman who's like independent and you know strong and this guy hurt her she should want to not want him right she should not want him and yet she does and he's saying all the right things he's really sweet he's like i saw you on the invite Amazed. like you he's clearly like thinking she's really adorable and her quirks are very cute and whatever so like I think this is a very true to life battle of like I wa- I should want to say no versus I still want to take him back so I thought this played pretty much exactly right and okay. I like the Schmidt part of it of like he's projecting all of his CC shit onto Sam
1: yeah I think um, yeah I think that's interesting I, I, I guess that's like that's why we have the women's perspective here because I thought like <laughs> There's no way she'd, she'd not immediately take him back. He's this hot guy, and she was in love with him. But, yeah, I think that's fair. Stand on that ceremony, Jess.
0: She basically does immediately. I mean, not immediately, but she does take it. Yeah, back. Yeah, it is all
1: one night. It's literally two hours, <laughs> but it's like five attempts. So
0: I do like that. Um, maybe what I would say is not true to life is that she saw him at Sadie's party and left. Like, right? I think she'd see him at Sadie's party and be like, oh, my God, Sam's here. And, like, want to see what he does.
1: Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. He, it's, it's a, it's a tricky one. I think Zooey is, uh, again, this is one night. Like this whole thing is one night. So she's not really standing on her principles. It's, she's, she's saying no for 10 minutes.
0: I think, um, I told you Melissa's uh, birthday gift to me was she made for, did I talk about the wine labels already? I don't think so. That she made like a, a thing for like Bachelorette or like bridesmaids gifts that people do is they make like a custom wine label that's like this bottle of wine to give to the bride from like the bridesmaids like this bottle of wine is for your first house your first fight, your first baby like and you'll mm-hmm. have like 10 bottles of wines with all of your milestone occasions in the first like two years of your marriage. Should it be like champagne?
1: You're like popping the champagne One bottle. of them is like one okay, is fine. champagne for Got your it. first New Year's Got like it. whatever mm-hmm. okay.
0: and first dinner in like whatever it's cute she had a woman on etsy who makes these she custom ordered four custom wine labels of like our bullshit so one of them is standing on ceremony a get the date blend which is like don't stand on ceremony just like get the date something she says like just like whatever and that was one of them and it's hilarious i have all four of them on a shelf like i can't drink them That they're amazing
1: Wait, but I'm can try- you, um, like, is it each, are you, because do you each have them or only you have them?
0: No, no. She gave me four bottles of wine with four labels on them.
1: Okay. But you're not going to drink them even if you do this because it's so funny to have them.
0: I mean, I think I could drink the wine and keep the bottle. Right now I have them full on display, but I can think- Can you if say I, any
1: of the other three or is it too tacky for- I for... can.
0: I want to, um, well, what, some of them are inside jokes. Like I say, actually this works with like Sam coming back. I'll do the other two on another episode if people are interested. Like- One of them is I joke that every man who has like hurt me in a relationship or anything has apologized exactly four years later. Like I have Mm -hmm. met like three examples of this. Mm -hmm. And I joke that it's like I put my finger to the wind like you lick your finger and say right on schedule and like so that has happened like someone like backslid and texted her on New Year's Eve and I was like finger to the wind right on schedule. So mm-hmm. it's like Sam coming back. If I were CC to Jess, I would be like right on schedule. So she has one of them that's like finger to the wind and she wrote something else about it. Okay. Um it's a great gift. And I was just like, this poor woman who spends her like career on Etsy making like all of these wedding ones, and someone slides in and was like, hey, it's this sad girl's 30th birthday, and I'd like to have these four crazy lunatic labels made about how not to date, please. <laughs> um, all right. So <laughs> I should we should we just delete the whole podcast? No, it's
1: fine. It's fine.
0: <laughs> um Did you notice when Sam pulls the cranberry out of Winston's ear,
1: Winston smells it? I didn't notice that. That's funny.
0: (laughs) It is disgusting, but probably pretty true to life for like what might happen.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's like I would want to know sort of like how how does that smell up in the ear? It's Just an ear.
0: Ears don't smell good. I
1: don't think ears smell at all.
0: The inside of an ear, like if you have an earring or I only know, I don't know this. I'm going around sniffing my earrings. Mm-hmm. My friend had gauges, you know, like those things that yes. like, stretch your earlobe. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, nothing smells worse than a gauge. Like I feel like the person, your you're
1: going to have to cut this, but the person with the gauge probably lots of things smell.
0: <laughs> no, no. It's like objectively true that like I you're hear, inside yeah, I, yeah. of your ear, where, like where your piercing is. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's disgusting. Let's get to Angie and Nick at the second party because they're going to get jiggy with it in the sleigh. And Nick says, "Ho ho ho, here comes the chubby Santa boy." <laughs> a lot of great one-off lines in this episode.
1: Yeah, it's pretty funny, ep. Um very a more fun physical comedy when they fall out of the sleigh and there's just like a great crowd reaction of like, "Oh, it looks like it <laughs> starts off like, oh, this is interesting and then they realize like, all right, this is getting weirder."
0: Well, Schmidt doesn't have a lot of like good storyline. He has great lines too, like when Schmidt says, uh, People don't change. He's obviously a player. Like, think about it. Why would such a good looking person become a doctor? That made me laugh.
1: Yeah, that is funny. It's true. <laughs> this guy uh, he could have been anything.
0: Well, he was not a doctor. The real guy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then he, he says uh, when CeCe gives him a gift, its he doesn't call it Christmas. It's white Anglo-Saxon winter privilege night. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I, I do like how Jewish like I, uh, you know, I love like Schmidt's Jewishness as a character that it like comes out so often that he's like so proud.
0: That's everyone's first question when I tell like a new person in my life or someone I met or someone who doesn't know like the podcast world that I host a new girl podcast with an orthodox friend of mine in Israel. I don't qualify the friend because it's like a new, pr- you know, I don't want to <laughs> really get into it. Yeah. Um, but I always say you don't put and- <laughs> a
1: qualifier in front of friends.
0: I I always identify you as a Orthodox Jewish father mm-hmm. of four in Israel.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: because uh, it's pretty funny, and uh, they always first question, "Oh, does he love Schmidt?"
1: I see. I didn't love Schmidt at the beginning, right?
0: I meant the Jew. like, does he love that Schmidt's Jewish? That kind I of do.
1: Thing. I like in the very specific way. I don't. I don't need like an Orthodox character. You know, I just watched uh, American Pickle. Have you seen American Pickle? No. Do you know what it is?
0: No. But I'm Uh, salivating, let me tell you.
1: Yeah. Seth Rogen um, plays a guy. I I read it. It was like a very, very, very long New Yorker article that I had read a few years ago, which is um, Seth Rogen. Basically, a guy gets in like early 1900s Brooklyn. A guy gets like stuck in a pickle brine and he's like cryogenically frozen for 100 years and he comes back in 20, you know, 2019 Brooklyn or whatever uh and then he, like, like it's something
0: just something brendan Fraser should have been in. yeah
1: and it's like just him and his and his like grandson who is a tv writer in the in the story and they uh, do you know simon rich he was like a famous snl writer and and uh, he writes re- his books are really funny I highly recommend simon rich's books you will there are no books i could think of that you will laugh at loud more than simon rich books if you uh buy a few on amazon anyway uh and so and and seth rogan plays the or your the- local bookseller yeah, Seth Rogen plays the uh, 2021 version of of the guy and like the the orthodox like 1921 version of the guy who is like, yeah, uh, you know, shocked that he's, you know, not Jewish anymore, not like religious anymore. And um, there's a lot of, you know, he speaks Yiddish at the beginning. Like there's a lot of uh, it's a very Jewy movie.
0: Sounds great. Check it out. Officially recommended. American by Pickle. HBO Max. Should we put it in the jar?
1: No, I think it's um there's nobody from New Girl in there.
0: <laughs> I um I have to say I'm really looking forward to the next jar.
1: Yeah, that was a good idea. When we do when we go to Patreon that you know we'll do one of those jar movies like every other week or something. It'll be great.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that. Um All right, so when we get to the office party, Winston's doing a sad karaoke. Nick and Jess have a really nice heart-to-heart um where Nick encourages her to forgive sam or 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 says sort of like i'm not sure but you're likable (laughs) i believe that he would like you you're someone people would like Mm -hmm. no thoughts okay and just i mean this is a classic (laughs) sort of nick and Jess moment where just like jess uh jess also encourages nick in his relationship and you know what's wrong Uh, our listeners have been tracking like that this whole fear storyline through line with nick and, you know, what's wrong with a fearless girl, Nick? Like, you're such a chicken. And he gets the courage from Jess to publicly apologize to Angie.
1: Yeah, Nick also not really worried about what Jess is doing. She, he's, there's no jealousy for what Jess is up to at all. He's focused on his on his own uh, actions with Angie. Can we talk about what happened with, um, uh, not Angie, but with, with another famous uh, uh, relationship guest star from last week? What what Av did?
0: Oh God, <laughs> that was humiliating. I know. Well, I don't. Did he use our names? He used your first name and my full name.
1: Oh man, the I listeners mean, who,
0: do not have permission to use my full name in emails to PR. But <laughs> fair enough, we didn't. I didn't clarify that with him before he did it.
1: Yeah, but going forward, should we have like a fake name for you, maybe?
0: Maybe just say, um, "I thought." I, so what I would have done is said, "Does." Carla Gugino ever go by the Mm Googe. No context, no guess. Yes,
1: he emailed the publicist and asked the publicist. I have it here. Mm -hmm.
0: It's subject question for Carla Gugino. Gugino. Hey, Alexandra. Very casual, Av. Hey, greeting with a hey. Mm -hmm. Can you please forward this email to Carla? My friend Akiva hosts a New Girl podcast together with Ali Lasher called New Girl Old Guy. Now, Av gets very into the dynamics of who I consider a friend, so it's very funny that he said my friend Akiva host this podcast with this first and last name person they were wondering if you have ever used or been referred to by the nickname the gooch either way it would be super cool if you came on an episode of their podcast to talk about new girl by the way we also loved you on roadies <laughs>
1: <laughs> um can i say
0: <laughs> what a nightmare on first this. of all like is
1: she even invited like what if she i assume she's not here for i mean she wasn't in this episode like who knows it, when and if she's showing up again. I don't remember what we said. Oh, you're turning week. down
0: the gooch? You're not going to do that. I'm not do turning down the gooch,
1: but, like, are we watching an episode of New Girl without the googe in it? That's ridiculous.
0: Well, we would just re- It's like Office Ladies is going back and doing another episode on all of the other episodes. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. They, like, have, like, redux where they, like, talk about the same episode again.
1: If they get a big star from it, you mean?
0: Well, they get, like, the writer, the director, whatever.
1: Wait, have they done that? Like, they go back in the middle? They're like, this week is season four episode 12 I didn't know that I thought they're going in
0: order uh they no no they're going in order and then sometimes they'll have an additional one here I'll pull it up right now is
1: it two in a week or they they call it something
0: let's see they call it revisited so they did revisited season one where they just they call it oh they call it second drink because it's like when Pam's drunk at the Chili's and she says if you wait for the ice to melt it's second drink
1: second drink yeah
0: um so I think They've had, I'm now I haven't been listening, but I know they've done a second drink with like
1: there's God in this chili, w-
0: someone important. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: okay. I think it's I feel God in this chili, so I don't remember. I seen
0: it's it. I feel God in this chili, yeah, tonight. okay. All right, right. Second uh, drink.
1: I, uh, we're here on uh, set. what would <laughs> be second drink here for New uh, Girl, yeah,
0: backslide
1: we're on backslide we got it's the a backslide with the or, what if like she says yes but Will doesn't let us call her the googe or even reference it
0: i mean there's a world where you take a shot and she comes on the podcast that shot is not ob's email there's no world anyone's responding to that email from ob i'd
1: also say uh like imagine like but thank you ob for doing that imagine it. <laughs> if you were like you know i have other obligations like i am sorry i know we have the googe booked at 7 i have to cancel <laughs>
0: Yeah, work comes first, baby. Yeah, you like, could take the googe alone.
1: Yeah, Ali, we be like, uh, you could you could do the googe, right? You know how to edit, right? You know to you know how to. Well, edit.
0: I could still edit your podcast. I know, but I'll, it would
1: be funny if I like uh, like uh, Ali. I got good news and bad news. Good news: the googe was lovely. <laughs> she gave me ninety minutes. She was hilarious. She wants to meet you in person. Bad news: I forgot to press record.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I famously hate guests, so I'm fine snubbing the googe.
1: Even the googe. Uh speaking of guests, please. Um, so we we, we have um, Angie is uh, Olivia Munn. Sure. Do you have a take on Olivia Munn versus Olivia Wilde?
0: Well, Olivia Wilde just had a kerfuffle over some LGBT comments that like I'm not in a place to weigh in. But I saw on Twitter some people being like, this isn't really that big a deal. Like she just says like use some clunky language, but she's not. Mm-hmm. homophobic i guess i just did weigh in apologies to anyone i've offended sincerely yeah
1: um, olivia wild i went to i was on her wikipedia she has at least 20 relatives with wiki pages i feel like what do you think Wilde. about this what do you think about this going forward as a rule her mom ran for congress uh two two elections ago and, and like barely I like lost how you just said propaganda.
0: congress it sounded like your mouth was full
1: let me ask you a question
0: sure
1: what if like a, a tv show like this to like stop nepotism and all sorts of things like that you have a, you have a cast of whatever it's four six eight people only one person in every TV cast going forward can have relatives with Wikipedia pages in it.
0: Then you will not have, a, a Hollywood will crumble.
1: <laughs> really? There's Hollywood like will implode. Really?
0: I can tell you've been listening to Who Weekly because they love nepotism.
1: Yeah, they like talking about it. And, it, and I think that maybe that's what made me think of it. But that is a good rule. I so, mean. Zui would not pass that, right? I'm sure Zui is a relative with uh, with a wiki page. Like, I don't have a relative with a wiki page. You don't, you don't, right?
0: That you know? No, I I mean, I apparently am, like, ex-cousins, like, removed from somebody who was on Greek. You know, like, I'm sure doesn't you count. have that somebody No, to. it's got
1: to be immediate relative, aunt-uncle, great-aunt, great-uncle, first-cousin, Does it
0: matter what it's for? Like, if you have a Wikipedia page for yeah. being, like, a marathon runner, but mm-hmm. you're, like, an, a singer? I don't think yeah. that gives you an advantage.
1: I think it's, like, these people are all, like, in the same part of, uh... You know, the, like they're all high society.
0: Well, that's a crazy take. Like if you're I think if you have a Wikipedia page because your great uncle like built a railroad or something mm-hmm. like that should have no impact on your Probably a billionaire. All
1: right. I'm going to read. Uh, Deschanel was born in L.A. The well, first... now you're
0: saying now you're saying just anyone with money sh- shouldn't be in TV okay, shows.
1: Fair. The I mean, one per show. I didn't say nobody. The younger daughter of cinematographer and director <laughs> Caleb, Caleb, Caleb Deschanel. Yes. Wikipedia page and mary joe de chanel also wikipedia page although to be fair i'm not sure if mary joe sometimes you get the wikipedia page like but your main credit is like you're zoe de chanel's mom you know
0: yeah well that's why i think the wikipedia page is a crazy so i just went to a random article Magritte eskman who is a finnish politician so no descendant of her could be in a tv show with zoe de chanel
1: yeah they, well she couldn't be a regular she could be like a guest. <laughs> that's insane uh, you know, we never talk about Emily Chanel on the show, but I forgot she's Bones. For a bone? Bones?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's when the Property Brothers met, when Zoe met her Property Brother, it's because Zoe and Bones were doing a carpool karaoke with the both Property Brothers. So ah. If, if not for Bones, the actor, I'm calling her Bones, which is probably rude. If not for Bones Chanel, there would be no Property Brothers and Zoe Chanel.
1: And we talked about uh, that Zoe went Zoe went to the same college as you for a year
0: yeah but she like dropped out because she like wasn't getting appreciated as an artiste Mm -hmm. that's like the rumor i heard but she did drop out that's what to be more successful
1: uh but famously she's much older than you so you did not overlap with her
0: not at all all right so uh this lap and physical comedy with the lap dance scene here where by the way should one sorry
1: should ob in the future lie like let's let's if we look at like let's say the Googe had gone to northwestern should, or But let's say she'd gone to like UNLV. No,
0: I already say no.
1: Should Av be like, uh, they're they're both uh, UNLV alum, you know, like have some connection, figure out some connection. Would that help?
0: No, I think I think the most likely to get a response. First of all, the just never respond to this. So Av just wrote a funny email that we appreciate. It. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're going to respond, you give a little information or you link to it. It's like uh, there's a podcast that's discussed this new girl. It has X downloads like lifetime downloads whatever um they were discussing Carla's work, ms Gugino's work um and wanted to know i know it's a silly question actually bobby on weekly interview like emails a lot of publicists and cites the podcast and then says like i know this is such an insane question but like wanted to ask thanks
1: yeah okay so guj does not have any uh schooling on her entire wiki but she does have guj was born in sarasota florida carl Gugino, no no link an orthodontist of Italian descent. So should Ava have emailed and been like, uh, "They're also both orthodontists of Italian descent," or something like that.
0: So her, <laughs> she's named after her father.
1: Yes, Carla is Carl. Yeah, Carla, and that's and her. She used a real name in Hollywood, the Googe. All right. Uh, well, I wonder if should Carl, have to be. I wonder if Doctor Googe, if anyone ever called her dad Doctor Googe, the orthodontist. Do you
0: remember how many times you said we're on a tight schedule this week, and we're so deep? No, you have to wrap this up. <laughs> OK, uh, like a Christmas gift. All right. So the funny thing where Schmidt comes over <laughs> and says, <laughs> no, let me show you how to do it. He starts giving a lap dance. and Nick just goes, you're as dumb as it gets. <laughs> uh, but Nick, Nick, when he's crawling away and says, this is my nightmare, IMDB uh, reminded me that he said that in the Christmas episode last time when he was outside with uh, Justin Long and Zooey.
1: Uh yeah, I don't remember that. That's funny.
0: Um all right, so then they're on their way back and oh we talked about that. Do you think uh, what's the most baller metal? Does he think tungsten
1: metal or metal?
0: What's what you meant like gold what sil- you just said? I thought
1: you meant like gold, silver and bronze.
0: That's well, not for your Olympics, but I do mean this metal I don't like know. Cause CC I don't know. gives Schmidt a bracelet and says it's it's tungsten because schmidt said it was his most baller metal
1: i don't know i like i don't know medals enough to to rank them by ballerness
0: i think it's like platinum okay
1: I, i'm gonna have to look up the medals but we don't have time today
0: okay jess is um you know you're allowed to do pre-work uh, but jess is behind the wheel of a car but she's not been drinking even though she gets pulled over for some erratic driving and av wants to know if we've ever talked our way out of a ticket
1: I'm not a big driver, so I have not. What about you? And have also, you ever gotten not... a ticket? Mm-mm. Nope. never. I, I got never... a ticket for not for like not paying on the train once, even though I did pay. It was very <laughs> it was very annoying, and it was an expensive ticket. It was like I didn't I didn't I didn't hit the transfer thing, uh, on, 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 uh, but it was like it was already paid for. I just like was being lazy and didn't get up and hit the transfer again.
0: So I have never gotten a ticket um, for like a moving violation. I got a parking ticket because my idiot friends uh the the meter wasn't taking like dollars it was like a new meter that took even then it was new that was like taking dollars and we didn't have any change and it wasn't like the money part wasn't accepting it the like suck money part like was mm-hmm. the feeder and so I was like I'm gonna go into the Starbucks and get changed you goons stay by my car because there was like a cop going around like it was the end of the month kind of thing whatever and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I come out with quarters. I see them running towards the car and the cop car. I stop the police officer, and I'm like, sir, this is what happened. I was getting coins. Like, I've been here two seconds, and these idiots were supposed to watch my car. And then uh, he said, okay, I can't rip up a ticket that I've already written, but I've put all this information into the system, so all you have to do is call this number on the weekdays, and they'll get rid of it. Call. We have no record of that we have no idea what you're talking about you can appear for your court date and tell the judge or you could pay it and then it was like my dad was gonna go with me but he was like i'm not taking off a day of work for this freaking parking ticket but we will you can fight it for the principal or we which i would have had to take off work i was a camp counselor over the summer and fight the ticket or we'll pay it because it wasn't your fault and i was like well (laughs) If I'm not paying it, then I'm not arguing it. But mm-hmm. I regret it. I should have argued it because it was garbage. All right. So this uh, Black Santa shows up. And one thing uh, IMDB points out is his name tag says Nicholas on it.
1: Ooh. Like, that's, so he's like that's... Saint
0: Nicholas, Sergeant Nicholas.
1: Yeah. That's a nice Easter egg. I didn't catch that.
0: Um, and this is funny. All of the reactions. Schmidt maintaining like, this is my last Christian Christmas. Uh, I love Winston saying to the Black North Pole.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, Winston is great.
0: Uh, another How I Met Your Mother crossover in an episode, a Christmas episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, the Ted's friends start caroling as like an excuse for being at Ted's aunt's house um, or Ted's sister's house. And this is, you know, that's their excuse for being in the hospital. They're carolers, terrible carolers.
1: Um, ter- what's the word for that? Terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Carol- caroling sounds like one of the worst parts of Christianity. I wouldn't be interested in that. I don't know um, if it's mandatory. Well,
0: we're not, sing- we're anti singing. Pro music, anti singing.
1: Mm-hmm. True. Let other people do the singing.
0: Um, but all right. So Schmidt actually had the bracelet. I think that's sort of a resolution between Schmidt and CeCe. Uh, what, uh, let's ask where you think these are going. So obviously, you're going to say by Seinfeld rules or Seinfeld aside, whatever, that Schmidt and Jess ended in a good place. I'm sorry, Jess and uh, Sam ended in a good place so that that will continue. Is that correct?
1: Uh, Yes, I believe that will continue.
0: All right. And then um, what do you think about um, Schmidt and Cece? Are they good at this resolution here where Schmidt's actually wearing the bracelet?
1: Good meaning they're going to be like dating next episode?
0: No, 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 no. I think this whole episode was still Frosty from the rejection. Not
1: Frosty the Snowman. That's next (laughs) week's episode.
0: Okay. Um, All right. Where do you think Angie and Nick are off to relationship wise?
1: I think we I think it's going to burn bright and then uh, crash and fizzle. So I think next week might be the crash and fizzle time. Three episodes for the uh, for for Olivia
0: Munn. Do you think um, Winston's going to face any repercussions for having his friends give lap dances at his office party?
1: I didn't think so. I mean, it's possible. Maybe he will get fired for it. But that didn't occur to me until you just said it.
0: Now, Bob uh, Marasa says, not a question, but just want to say I always love this episode. And after watching it again, I'm saying it's got to be top five, baby. Not a not a f- official ranking, but do you like this episode?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't I like I always think like, oh, am I going to hate the holiday episodes? And I have not yet. So.
0: BC says whoever chose the underwear for these men got it all wrong. Nick is definitely a boxer briefs guy. Winston is a plain boxer guy and Schmidt would rock the briefs. Am I right or am I right?
1: I don't have a take on underwear, honestly, here.
0: Okay, my take is Nick is 100% a boxers guy, especially at the time in 2012. Yes, 2012. I think he's rocking boxers. I think Schmidt is probably rocking boxer briefs, and Winston is probably rocking boxers. Whatever the most expensive boxers.
1: underwear probably Schmidt's wearing. Whatever's like fancy. Look at
0: that fancy underwear. Fancy underwear. Um, all right, so Matt Stewart says, um, let's see, sorry, I didn't pre-read the questions, um, did, oh, who was the actor from Boy Meets World that would be a DJ? I liked that line, too. I don't get it. Oh, there's a line at the party where where Schmidt says, like, he's a DJ. He was also an actor from Boy Meets World.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, well, I didn't watch Boy Meets World, so I wouldn't know.
0: All right. Uh, what do you think is the best for Matt Stewart holiday song to give a lap dance to?
1: Dreadle, dreadle, dreadle. <laughs> what
0: do you think? <laughs> Um, maybe like Jingle Bell Rock,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. it's Jingle got a little upbeat tempo. Uh,
1: Santa Claus coming to town. Ow! Oh. I just hurt myself.
0: Dual meeting there. All right, let's talk about who won the episode. Uh, Matt Stewart says Jess. She gives good advice, nails the Carol, and comes away with the guy. Who do you think won the episode, Kiwi?
1: There's not an obvious answer here, so I'm gonna go with Winston. Give him uh his first W in a while if not ever in my book um just because yeah I, I don't see an obvious winner i think he has a solid storyline the cranberry thing's really funny i mean he gives the he a also dub gives the
0: assist he he's really does the assist well with the sam and yeah a lot of behind uh, the scenes
1: stuff from winston and also he's like the only one not in a relationship uh or worrying that's about a relationship winning. and that's winning yeah that's like uh, he's single and ready to mingle on this uh christmas eve And he has maybe the best lines with the black santa stuff
0: I won't fight it. I mean, Sam probably won, right? Because he takes the in terms yes. of who has the best outcome, like
1: yes, for sure.
0: He 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 parlays a reject into a rejection of himself into a win. Um, yeah, Nick Nick or Winston, I'm fine with. All right, let's get to the banana minute. Uh, wow, that was such a good impression of. Uh, we even have a
1: banana minute today. I don't think we have anything.
0: You sent me one on Friday at 7 a.m. 36 seconds long.
1: Yeah, maybe you Yosef did. sent it to you.
0: No, you did. Uh, you finally answered an important question. So here we mm. go. Here's Yosef with the banana. Ma- oh, you stopped giving me intros for the garner Minute since Rob. I forgot about that. Um,
1: but here we go. All right. That's back. Uh... Yosef, what is banana's favorite color? Blue. Yeah? Yeah. Uh,
0: isn't it yellow because uh, bananas are yellow? Nope.
1: Banana And motorcycle is blue. Oh, is motorcycles blue? Well banana's not yellow, right? No nope. just name is banana. Like it, that doesn't mean he is a banana he's not a banana, right?
0: Nope. He's a real criteria.
1: Yosef, is banana your best friend? Yep. What about me? Mm, yep. I thought I'm your friend. Both of you guys. Me and are you, me and banana are your best friends? Yep. Is- That's very cute. Mm-hmm. You banana How's for that feel? If I'm if if I, he likes me better, banana. I, I'm I'm uh, on the same wavelength as banana.
0: Well, you're you're raising it makes a very me feel good. Kid. I mean, did like
1: smash me with a bat tonight when he was tired? But then he's like, oh yeah, I, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what he forgot, but
0: I like Yosef is the most. Uh, he ranges from completely unbothered, nope, nope, mm-hmm. to extremely bothered. But he has no in between. If his brother
1: has... notice, if his brother says like uh, says something he doesn't agree with, he'll like jump on his head.
0: We're not doing the
1: ear minute? We're just... not doing the ear minute, yeah. Nope. And he's like not even paying attention. He's just counting down the seconds till he can get his Twizzler for doing the banana minute. He asked me today I... if we could do 12 banana minutes because he wants 12 Twizzlers. So.
0: Well, you tell him when he starts putting out good, worthwhile content, yeah. he'll get 12 Twizzlers. I did Twizzlers. tell him.
1: I said they have to be interesting. He said they are interesting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, does he understand what we're doing here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really Twizzlers. understand
0: what we're doing here, so I can't blame I think him. he
1: understands. I think he understands.
0: All right, let's get to the Garner Minute. No intro, so I'm going to do it. Here we go, Kiwi. One minute on the clock. Ready? Mm-hmm. Go.
1: Everybody is talking about Benifer right now. Everyone. And by that, and like how they're sort of mending fences. Different Benifer though. Yeah, well, thank you for stepping on it. <laughs> I, that's By that, I mean Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, that's what everyone's talking about. Nope. Ben Ben Affleck posted a beautiful uh, Mother's Day Affleck. Instagram post. Affleck, um, a Mother's Day Instagram post about how uh, he is so proud of like the greatest mom in the world, uh, and that's his ex-wife, uh, uh, to Jennifer Garner. It was like a beautiful. People were very into it that uh, that Ben Affleck would he barely posts on Instagram that he would drop this loving post his ex-wife. But l- listen, every if there's one thing we know about. Ben Affleck, that he's a great uh, co-parent with, uh, with Jay Garn. So he posted a nice picture of her from when, I don't know, she's like a little kid holding maybe a baby. And he says, so happy to share these kids with you. Luckiest parents in the world. Thanks for all the good you do. Happy Mother's Day. Love their dad. That's
0: it. Perfect timing. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're out of time.
1: He's still with us, Keeve. Yes, I am still with us.
0: I'm still with so I want to see this because I'm wondering if uh, let's see. Everybody's done. Uh, wait, he's got a. I don't even see his uh, Instagram. Oh, here we go. That was weird.
1: You, you follow him. Wait,
0: you're saying she's a baby holding a baby? She's an adult woman who gave birth to this child that she's holding.
1: It looks like she's a child during this picture. I though.
0: mean, she. It's you a baby you were a child who had children. She's True. young.
1: I guess. Yeah, but that that one picture, she has a baby face.
0: Oh, this is really sweet. Love their dad. Mm. Did she respond to it? That's what you need to be coming with. I don't think she responded to it.
1: Uh, what, I mean, what does respond mean? Did she like the tweet?
0: Did she comment? Did she like it?
1: I, it's annoying that on Instagram you can see if somebody liked something, but you can't on Twitter. You can't even I see mean, if somebody you know, follows can, someone on Twitter.
0: You can if you they follow. She did not like the post because I follow the Garns, and she's not coming up as somebody Shocking. who liked it wow that tells you all you needed to know all All right let's to know let's uh no we got more five star reviews so thank you but people didn't write anything so i just noticed the number went up but and we really appreciate that but no one to thank because nobody posted um but if you want to leave us a review you can go to anchor.fm slash new girl old guy or search new girl old guy on apple podcasts google that great um it's very funny when you search new girl old guy uh russell shows up the fancy man (laughs) shows up it is funny um but kiwi i think that's that's it uh next week we'll be joined by the great matt ligori which is a great crossover to your this week
1: oh that's right yeah yeah uh two weeks in a row if we i mean let's not promise next week but next episode we'll be with uh with uh matt ligori
0: Right, so you can catch uh, what what happened on Run App again. There was a High
1: School Musical. Me, Matt, uh, Rob, and Felipe Shimon watched High Love School it. Musical One.
0: We're all in this together. Are you of the
1: age? Are you of the High School Musical age?
0: Yeah, I watched High School Musical. I was in high school when High School Musical came out. It's
1: a little old on the old ish spectrum of that, but you could still watch it.
0: Well, I watched it in high school. I remember I hadn't seen it because I wasn't a Disney Channel kid. I didn't have Disney Channel.
1: Mm-hmm. I watched you have cable the, like, growing
0: up. I did, but I didn't have Disney Channel. And I joked about this with my mom. Like, it's not like I got anything, I everything I wanted. But I think if I had said to my parents, like, I would really love Disney Channel, like, if we could add it somehow to the... Pa- like, I think they might have done it. I just never really... You know, like, maybe I'm a nice kid. I never, I just was like, oh, I don't get Disney Channel. I never asked for it. I just, but I would watch, there was, like, a four-hour block on Saturday mornings where Disney Channel shows would be played on regular, like, ABC, and I would watch that every, I would, like, look forward to that every single time I got back from, like, Hebrew school on Saturday mornings, and, um... But so I wasn't, so I remember like being in high school and high. Can you look up when High School Musical One came out or do you know that from the podcast? Yeah, January
1: 20, 2006. I, I don't know it, but I just.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So no, I was a sophomore in high school and uh, that was definitely appropriate. You know, I saw Corbin Blue in concert, but that's a whole other story. Wow. Um, But I remember being like a senior and I hadn't watched it yet. And my friend was like, you have to watch it. And we sat down and watched it. But then i'm a camp counselor at that time too so like you have everyone you're babysitting every it's all wild cats sing along mm-hmm. and i got yeah. it going on
1: yeah and my daughter was like a couple weeks old so i um i was busy in college i wasn't watching high school musical and i think my sister was very into it because she was like five years old seven years i old. was
0: also busy in college and not watching high school musical but with different things
1: mm-hmm. no children <laughs>
0: All right, so the next episode we will discuss is season two, episode twelve. Ready for the name, Kiwi?
1: Please, I don't know the name.
0: Oh, by the way, you can check out uh, the Challenger wrap Up. We recorded our last reunion episode, but we will continue to talk about the Challenge All Stars. myself. which is and-
1: weirdly ending. Which I thought had like ten episodes left, and they're like talking about the finale in the it's in the on commercial. its way out.
0: Just it was Wild. only nine episodes. That's I didn't all know that. they promised
1: you. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a lot more.
0: Well, if you had listened to the podcast, you would know that. Uh, rob is a website dot com slash challenge iTunes. We have a lot of fun there. Coming up on seven years of the challenge. Unbelievable. In June.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. How about that? That is really impressive.
0: Um, yeah. My most successful relationship. I'm no, just kidding. Um, me and television. So <laughs> it's called season two. Episode 12 is cabin.
1: OK, I'm going to say it's like New Year's ish. I don't it, a lot of times these shows take a couple weeks off and they just, this might not air to like January 15th, but it's sort of New Year's winter and the crew rents a cabin and they all go to some cabin together. Who's Who goes? Two. I'd say everyone, maybe not CeCe, but the core four for sure. And maybe some significant others, too. Wh-
0: which significant others? Stake your claim.
1: Angie, Sam. I'll say everyone. Angie, Sam, CeCe. I don't know if so. Like Winston's just flying solo. I don't know
0: um all right we will see if we have a crowded cabin next week on new girl old guy my right now, my right now, my right my right my